Hey guys, Sensei Star Jones here with the Keep Allow Crew Podcast. Join us each and every Sunday as we bring to you live church service from the St. John's Episcopal Church, USVI. Let's tune in and hear what Pastor Gibson has to say. Do remember, follow us on IG, Twitter, and also join us on Roku. Welcome to St. John's Episcopal Church Hour. We are pleased that you have tuned into our broadcast and invite you to listen each Sunday at this time to worship with us. We are located at number 27 King Street, Christiansted, St. Croix. Please call us at 340-778-8221 or email us at stjecstx at vipowernet.net. You can also hear this broadcast at our Facebook page at St. John's Episcopal Church, VI. We trust that today's service will be a blessing to you. Welcome each other to this place of worship. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Let us pray. Eternal God and Fathers, you have liberated us, you have emancipated us, and you have made us a people independent. We pray, Lord God, to you this morning to Look down gracious the Lord upon us. Strengthen us, Lord God, in all our areas of weakness. And as we call upon you this morning, strengthen us, Lord God, in your service. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Please stand. A very blessed sixth Sunday after Pentecost to you this morning. And thank you for joining us in this act of worship on this 245th year of independence. Today you are worshiping us at St. John's, we are a parish in the Diocese of the Virgin Islands, and thank you for being with us on our Facebook page. We welcome you to join us on Wednesday, July the 7th, right here in the Mary Chapel at 12.10 p.m., where we celebrate the Holy Eucharist and with healing. Today's radio broadcast is sponsored by Mrs. Cavell Dickinson as she celebrates her birthday on July the 7th. Cavell gives God thanks and praise to Almighty God as he continues to bless her. Cavell, may God continue to bless you with good health and strength and prosperity in the days ahead. At this time, let us say our mission statement. As disciples of God, we at St. John's Episcopal Church are called to restore all people in unity through Christ, embracing justice, peace, Our act of worship will now continue with the hymn, Thy Hand, O God, Has Guided, CPWI 351.
Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray our collect for Sunday. O oh God, you have taught us to keep all our commandments by loving you and our neighbor. Grant us the grace by your Holy Spirit that we may be devoted to you with, all, with our whole heart and united to one another with pure affection. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Our collect for Independence Day. Lord God Almighty, in whose name the founders of this country won liberty for themselves and for others, and led the torch of freedom for nations then unborn. Grant that we and all the people of this land may have grace to maintain our liberties in righteousness and peace through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Our Collect for Emancipation Day. Liberating God, whose service is perfect freedom, who delivered your people Israel from slavery in Egypt. We thank you for delivering the people of these lands out of enslavement into freedom. And we pray that by your help, we will preserve our freedom, respect, and defend the freedom of others through him by whom we are free. We are son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, we ask your blessing upon Donna, who will read to us the scriptures. May the words of her mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. A reading from the Word of God, written in 2 Samuel. Then all the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and said, Look, 
we are your bone and flesh. For some time, while Saul was king over us, it was you who led out Israel and brought it in. The Lord said to you, it is you who shall be shepherd of my people Israel, you who shall be ruler over Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king at Hebron, and King David made a covenant with them at Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel. David was 30 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned for 40 years. At Hebron, he reigned over Judah for seven years and six months, and at Jerusalem, he reigned over all Israel and Judah for 33 years. David occupied the stronghold and named it the city of David. David built the city all around from the Milo inwards. And David became greater and greater, for the Lord, the God of hosts, was with him. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Our psalm appointed for today is Psalm 48, but we're going to use the metrical version and we'll sing the psalm this morning. Please stand.
A reading from the Word of God written in Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. I know a person in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. Whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that such a person, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. Was caught up into paradise and heard things that are not to be told, that no mortal is permitted to repeat. On behalf of such a one, I will boast. But on my own behalf, I will not boast, except of my weaknesses. But if I wish to boast, I will not be a fool, for I will be speaking the truth. But I refrain from it, so that no one may think better of me than what is seen in me or heard from me. Even considering the exceptional character of the revelations, Therefore, to keep me from being too elated, a thorn was given to me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from being too elated. Three times I appealed to the Lord about this, that it would leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. So, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities for the sake of Christ. For whenever I am weak, then I am strong." Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Our office hymn this morning is taken from Levi's 161. Go preach my gospel, say it, the Lord. Please stand. Please sit. Oh, he wants you to stand. Please stand. Please stand. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry. A reading from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, verses 1 through 13. He left that place and came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. On the Sabbath, he began to preach in a synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, where did this man get all this? What is his wisdom that they have been given to him? What deeds of power are being done by his hands? Is it not this the carpenter, the son of Mary and brother of James and Hoses, and Judas and Simon? And are not these his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Then Jesus said to them, Prophets are not without honor, except in their, own, in their hometown and among their own kin and in their own house. And he could not do no deed of power there except he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Then he went out among the village, villages teaching he called the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. And he said to them, wherever you enter a house, Stay there until you leave the place. If any place will not welcome you and refuse to hear you, as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and proclaimed what all should repent, that all should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and cured. The Gospel of the Lord. Let us pray. Almighty God, we come to worship you today with open hearts and open minds. We want to hear and receive what you have to say to us. Speak to us today as you spoke to those who went before us. Remind us once again of your grace and love. Help us to teach your goodness to our children. Amen. You may sit. The word emancipation is defined as one, the fact or process of being set free from legal, social, or political restriction, and two, the freeing of someone from slavery. Yesterday, July the 3rd, was Emancipation Day in the U.S. Virgin Islands. It commemorates the 1848 proclamation made by Danish Governor Peter Van Schalten, which said, all unfree in the Danish West Indies are from today emancipated. This act followed a slave rebellion led by um, Moses Gottlieb, General Bodo, and other leaders in Frederickstead. We thank God for our forefathers whose blood, sweat, and tears helped pave the way so that we are no longer properties of another person. In the United States, a proclamation was made by Abraham Lincoln in January 1863, but at this time, it did not apply to all slaves, nor all states. The Civil War did not end until 1865. So while some enslaved Americans received freedom in 1863, some didn't. 
June 19, 1865, also called Juneteenth, is considered to be the end of slavery of blacks in America. Juneteenth represents freedom. It also shows how emancipation was kept from slaves in the Confederate South. This year, just last month, President Biden made June 19th a national or federal holiday. The word independence is defined as being free from outside control, to be free thinking. Today is July the 4th, Independence Day. The 4th of July is really a celebration of American independence from British control. But the freedom conferred in Independence Declaration did not apply to ending slavery. This weekend, there are many celebrating Independence Day in different ways. Some travel to see loved ones despite COVID-19. Some stay at home with the family. Some shoot fireworks while other enjoy, others enjoy watching the fireworks go off. These liberties are available because of what happened in 1776 when 13 colonies and 56 representatives met with Congress and declared they were no longer going to answer to Mother England. So the Declaration of Independence was drafted. Independence and emancipation are words that are related. They both have to do with freedom in some form, from a nation's rule or from being enslaved. Today, here as well as on the US mainland, it is important for blacks to recognize how far we have come and how much farther we have to go. We in the United States Virgin Islands live under the US flag, so we enjoy the freedoms that the Americans have. Thank God for the opportunities we have to think and to accomplish things freely. There are many people in other parts of the world who do not enjoy such freedom. Just over a year ago, the whole world watched the senseless killing of George Floyd, the shooting of Breonna Taylor, the shooting of Richard Brooks in the Wendy's parking lot, and several others have happened since. There were many outbursts of protests across the world about the importance of black lives. There was hardly a conversation without the topic of racial justice or injustice. In the Declaration of Independence, it states that all men are created equally with certain unchangeable rights, such as life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. 225 years later, we are still allowed these rights. But how are they perceived from a Christian point of view? The United States is labeled the richest, greatest, and most blessed country in the world. However, there are many who do not enjoy living. Many commit suicide. Why do some people not enjoy life? Is it because of unsafe neighborhoods and violence? Could it be because of chronic pain they suffer daily? Or is it because of being addicted to drugs and alcohol? And who is causing this? Of course Satan is. John 10 verse 10 says, the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. Satan is the thief. He has set all these obstacles before us to steal our lives. You know, when we were small, my, when, my, when you did something wrong, your mother, my mother used to tell us, say, um, what? Get thee behind me, Satan. Whenever we think of doing something wrong and we know it's not the right thing to do, tell Satan, get thee behind me. I think it's in the Bible. And we used to even sing a song that I'm not singing today that said uh, in Sunday school, get thee behind me, Satan, get thee away because I want to be a Christian soldier and I want to learn to pray. So, John 14, so we might be, we should be saying, get thee behind me, Satan, a lot more these days because he's alive and kicking. John 14, verse 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so, if we want better life, they must begin and be in Jesus Christ. Then there's liberty. Liberty is freedom. We enjoy freedom, but not all of us are free because we come, become slaves to other things, some of which I already mentioned, like drugs, alcohol, the car, the house, and lots of other things. Psalms 144 verse 15 says, happy is the people whose God is Lord. If we want to be happy, we must begin with God. Our children and grandchildren are living in a time that even though we are free, there's still much discrimination in housing, education, job opportunities, etc. 
We have seen many outstanding black people elevate themselves to prestigious position, but there are still many obstacles to overcome. The way we go about to bring change and raise our children and educate them is important. Many of our children leave here and go to the US mainland. And I can remember when my son first went to college, he experienced culture shock. And a lot of our students leave here children and they, they experience that also. Discrimination happens everywhere. But we live here in our little tiny island microcosm. And so the young people are oblivious to the extent that this discrimination occurs, and then they get wake-up calls. TikTok is not going to help them know what's going on, nor their video games. Someone sent me an excerpt last week on WhatsApp, and it said, more or less, that black people might be emancipated from slavery, but they're still enslaved in other ways. The article talked about us buying Tommy Hilfiger figure clothing, Nike sneakers, and other products that are not made by the black entrepreneur. In essence, the article was saying that they may, we may be free from slavery, but they can get us in other ways. I think that the abolishment of slavery is one of the greatest things that have happened. But our children need to know that even though the United States has gone through desegregation and has elected its first black president twice, there is still much discrimination and racism. There are stories of a person of, of, a person of color going into a store to buy something expensive, only to be ignored by the clerk or the salesperson because he or she probably believes that the black person or the person of color cannot afford to buy the item. Or they might say to, to the person, you saw the price, right? You see how expensive it is? Okay, so they assume that you cannot afford it. Many assumptions are made about our financial status, the car we drive, the house we live in, etc. We live in a democ democracy where everyone's vote is important. Yet, in some states, they are now changing the laws to suppress the black vote. How can we stop what we see happening? Well, first of all, we must turn to the greatest emancipator, Jesus. God did not intend for his world to be like this. He made everyone equal. Racism exists because there are some people whose minds are stuck or maybe programmed to be that way. We have to invest in our children to make sure that they do not harbor negativism and carry it into their adulthood. And it begins at home, regardless of our race. Our children need to understand that there are good people everywhere. And how someone talks, how they dress, how they walk, or what their skin color is should not matter. Our children need to have a strong foundation in God. They need to know how to pray and ask God for help and vigilance. Right here in our islands, we have an uptick in violent crimes among the young people. And of course, some of us say it's hatred. Why did this happen? Oh, they hate one another. Oh, it's payback for something that happened whenever. I guess I should have go paid back years ago too. There are turf wars, and then some say there are lack of activities for the young people do, and the list goes on and on. What comes out of all this is pain and suffering for who is left behind to pick up the, the, the burden. What types of messages do we allow to enter our homes on a daily basis through TV, social media, internet, magazines, smartphones, and even our own conversations? Do we take time to really think about the ideas that we believe in? We have to bring messages of godliness into our homes. We need to set examples for our children by carefully choosing the words and images that enter our homes and our hearts. Although we are free from slavery, that means being owned by another person, many of us are still enslaved in our thinking and how we treat others. Many older people indoctrinate the youth with their ideals, and this leads to a lot of negative situations. Using a quote from the late Bob Marley, it says, emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds, meaning we have to think on our own and become independent thinkers. And from John 8:36 says, if the Son of Man make, therefore makes you free, you shall be free indeed. May God grant us strength and courage to raise our children 
to see right from wrong, to teach them to turn to God for help, for them to become emancipated and independent thinkers. Lord, after a time of celebration this weekend, give us strength, motivation, fortitude, and courage to continue to fight for social justice and equality. We also pray on behalf of families who are separated on the borders in the U.S. mainland and children who are crying out for their parents. Send your word to save and free them in hopes that we shall overcome one day. Amen. Ms. Greenwich, I thank you for those words of inspiration. I thank you for the education that you brought for us this morning in terms of emancipation and independence. And yes, indeed, we do have to make sure our children do learn about being emancipated and continue so that we're not in that struggle that our ancestors had to face way back then, and even some of us are facing today. So we thank you for that. Please stand. Our 19th Creed will be sung this morning. We'll say it together. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified on the Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he's worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our prayers of the people ever-present and emancipating God, you come to us through the teaching of your Son, Jesus Christ, risen and manifest in every place and time. Grant that our eyes and our ears may be open to his wisdom and his healing, that we may be sent forth in his name to do the work that he calls us to do as we pray. To you we lift up our eyes for your power is made perfect in our weakness. In the Anglican cycle of prayer today, we pray for the Anglican Church of Papua New Guinea. In the world cycle of prayer, we pray for the people of Angola. In the ecumenical cycle of prayer, for the member of the Matama Church. Gracious God, you have given authority to your church over many things that threaten your creation. Grant us the grace for your spirit that we may teach with Christ's wisdom and perform his deeds of power for the healing of the world. To you we lift up our eyes. Let our nation hear the words of your prophets to reveal our imprudence and stubbornness and to change our hearts. Give us just and compassionate leaders and per <clears throat> protect our nation. 
that we may be a people of hospitality, welcoming your work of reconciliation and obeying your right hand of justice as the U United States of America celebrates 245 years of independence from Britain. To you, we lift up our eyes. Let your compassionate spirit go forth through the world to comfort and uphold all who suffer any form of weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities, that they may be upheld by your strength and justice, especially as we, pray, as we celebrate emancipation in the Virgin Islands. To you, we lift up our eyes. Liberate this community to see and to hear lively things and to treasure the mystery of your revelation so dearly that we may recognize and accept the unexpected gifts offered to us by our neighbors, family, and friends. To you, we lift up our eyes. Strengthen us to persevere throughout through our tribulations, O oh God, and heal all who need your gift of mercy, especially those who call upon the church for its prayers at this time. We thank you for your goodness revealing all the blessings of life, especially that the Bell Tower restoration has started. Receive into paradise all who have died, especially Harold Thompson. To you we lift up our eyes. Together, let's, pray, let's say the prayer during the hurricane season. Almighty and everlasting God, Lord of heaven and earth, grant unto us, your suppliant people, protection against hurricanes, earthquakes, tsunamis, and other calamities, that in tranquility of weather, we may rejoice in the comfort we desire and may always make right use of your bountiful goodness through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let your infinite grace, O liberating Father, free us from all attachment, cynicism, and fear that we may participate in your universal mission of teaching and healing through your reconciling spirit of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the, tru the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sin sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Kindly kneel. Mighty God. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. 
strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in life eternal. Amen. Amen. Please stand. The peace and love of our triumphant emancipating God be always with you. I appeal to you, brethren, by the mysteries of God to present yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Our offertory hymn, Levi 226, my eyes have seen the glory.
Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, creator of all things. Through your goodness, we have this bread, this wine, this money, our human labor. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, through Jesus Christ our Lord, in fulfillment of his true promise. The Holy Spirit came down from heaven to lighten upon the disciples, to teach them and to lead them into all truth, uniting peoples of many tongues in a confession of one faith, and giving to your church the power to serve you as a royal priesthood and to preach the gospel to all nations. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with the angels and our angels, and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing the same to proclaim the glory of your name. Please kneel or sit as you are able to. Holy and gracious Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself, and when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you in your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. Thank you for listening to the St. John's Episcopal Church Hour. Every Sunday, we get together for worship at 8.30 a.m. Our church is located at number 27 King Street, Christian St. Croix. Come visit with us. We welcome you to our services. For more information, call us at 340-778-8221 or email us at stjecstx at vipowernet.net. You can also hear this broadcast at our Facebook page at St. John's Episcopal Church, VI. Have a blessed day. Sensi Star Jones here with the Keep It Love Group Podcast. Join us each and every Sunday as we bring to you live church service from the St. John's Episcopal Church, U.S. Virgin Islands. I hope you enjoy, and please leave your comments either on IG, Facebook, or Twitter. Also, look us up, www.keepitloudcrew.com.